everyone, this is Brian. Uh, I'm jumping in before this episode actually starts. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that we draw a lot of our guests uh, from the wonderful Denver comedy scene. And that scene lost someone very special last week, Jordan Waliba. And if you are part of Denver comedy or are adjacent to it, I'm sure you've heard of this by now. Uh, but to those of you listening who aren't, I just want to encourage you to go to comedianjordan.com. Uh, and there you could download her whole album, uh, Estro Gentrification for free. And she was amazing. She was one of the best, most exciting people to watch in Denver. And she's, she was one of those people who it was scary to think that she was only getting better. Um, and more than that, she was wonderful. She was brave in a way that a lot of people just pretend to be and very open and very herself and very caring. Um, so I just wanted to tell you all about her and I'm going to put up a link in the show notes. Uh, her family has requested donations to the National Jewish Health Center uh, campaign to fight asthma. And uh, I'm also going to put up links to some local Colorado transgender rights organizations. Uh, so thanks for listening. Please go check out her album. And uh, if you feel so inclined, please give to either of those causes or any LGBT cause that is close to your heart. Thanks, everyone. And we're going to do a normal episode now uh, with its usual level of ridiculousness. Uh, but she is always in our thoughts. Welcome to The Revisionist. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And our guest tonight is the co-host of Ice Cream Social... And of New Money, a great stand-up showcase in Boulder. And also uh, a newly minted finalist Ooh. in Comedy Works New Faces contest, uh, Jacob Rupp, Ooh. everyone. Hi, everybody. That's the first time I've gotten that title so far. It's been like four days. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's, that's great. I was going to say, it happened last awesome. night, didn't it? But then I... <laughs> yeah. Now you know how Hillary Clinton felt like the day after the Democratic National Convention. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she finally got that title. Yeah. Oh, no. Much I the know. same way. I feel exactly In which like you that. are viciously yeah. attacked for yeah. your vagina. <laughs> you have oh, been yeah. you have been fighting for that title for, what, 20 years? Yeah. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Much like much like H-Dog? Mm-hmm. Just had to go through a couple interns to get there. And Barack Obama <laughs> took it from you last time too you were so close yeah, when, when he made the finals in new faces yeah, yeah. he didn't Cut you win right out. of course i Dude. think i think that was kate and holland that year <laughs> oh was a great speaker he could do it <laughs> he could probably he does okay with st- with yeah. like he can make it okay maybe the semifinals in a stand-up contest yeah. i could see that yeah edgy stuff about religion or something i wonder how much context helps with the president though because he's not supposed to be silly you, uh, and so what he is it's really good <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true yeah these are uh, conservative christians uh have you heard about these guys <laughs> <laughs> 
That, oh, that's a better Obama yeah. than I thought you were capable of. I think I used to be better at it when he was first elected. I had a pretty mean Obama. Yeah, but you've got tired of it over the last eight years. Impersonating Obama yeah. is the hardest job on earth. Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed with it in 2012, and then around 2016, I realized what a good impersonation it had been all along. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listeners, you might be wondering what the hell this podcast is other than a bunch of Um, nonsense. Yeah, uh, this is a podcast, if you're a new listener, wherein um, myself, Brian, and a guest discuss an event from history. One person presents the genuine, real history. One person presents a crazy, wackadoo, bullshit history. And at the end, the third person votes on which will become the canonical history in the real fucking world going forward. (laughs) That's All right. right. Real fucking world. Uh, if not you that listen- celibate world. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. That celibate world ain't the real world. Celibate's not welcome on this yeah. podcast. Take the red pill if you again, know what- Again, conservative Christians. What's yeah, up? Exactly. <laughs> we, we accept virgins as long as it's not a moral choice you have made. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But just social. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone's a virgin at some point, man. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Born again, right? So <laughs> yeah. <that> <laughs> Can we just go through religion real quick? Can we just can we <laughs> just tear religion a new one? I just want to know. No, what don't make is. don't make Barack angry. With this classic religion Wait, bit. Is, is he Bruce Banner now? Poor yeah. Endo, I'm like Carlin. <laughs> I just want to see like the last six months of his, I almost said it, of his reign, but of his administration, Barack Obama get hit with gamma rays and see what happens. You know, I want to see him make like a sitcom where he's not even the president. He is just a comedian like every other sitcom on TV. <laughs> yeah. But it's Barack Obama. Yeah, it's like, like, that's a scene. great... No president has done that post-presidency yet. Yeah. He could yes, forge no a president new has role. done that yeah. because it's an insane thing to do. He's just walking down to the comedy cellar and then it just titles <laughs> yeah. up to Obama. Yeah, it's about his Troubles with dating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm trying to adapt no, a Louis just... theme song into Barack or Obama, but it doesn't translate very well to all. either of <laughs> Not at all. It's Barry. <laughs> you have to go with Barry, probably. Yeah, Barry'd have to be. I mean, I could see it with like the Seinfeld font in the baseline. Yeah. Yeah, and he's taking care of his two daughters. Yeah, it's that's just his like main like... stuff. That's his main stuff. Or like he's the tossed salad and scrambled eggs or whatever mm-hmm. Kelsey Grammer sings. I have an immense recall for shitty sitcom theme songs. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Good. We've got Kelsey Grammer reference already here. <laughs> of course, we hit our quota. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shut yeah. it down. He's the boss. Remember that show he was in called no, The Boss? Was, wait, was that Kelsey Grammer? Well, <laughs> no, wait, no. <laughs> Who's the boss was Scott Baio, yeah. but the boss was Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, I think it was a really short-lived like, it was, showtime okay. show or something. It was on Showtime or okay. some shit. Not Who's the Boss. Okay, that makes that makes way more sense. although who the actual boss was was never clarified Mm, yeah one of the great mysteries of tv i think it was angela yeah a lot of people say angela that who shot jr although they did clarify that later there's a community about that right yeah yeah there is like they like, I don't even know what who's the boss is. I'm too young for that shit. So <laughs> you you have it referenced, filtered through another better sitcom. Yeah, that's what I. Mean. <laughs> so I feel like all I'm talking ever is just always references from other people's references. <laughs> like I'm not even doing anything. Yeah, basically, know. 21st century society is a giant game. Second hand knowledge of pop culture references. <laughs> My hot honeymooners take later on is gonna kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is basically the Flintstones. Uh-huh. The yeah. one with Cedric the Entertainer, right? That's, <laughs> that's 
Boom. We're getting into obscure shit. <laughs> Good. Wait, is he dead? Uh, no, I don't think so. Is he? Is no, he no. Bernie, Bernie Mac is Bernie dead. Mac. Bernie Mac's dead. Sorry. Cedric's alive. Yeah. Much respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> alive and entertaining. That's right. Oh, God damn it. Uh, well, if you if you missed the last episode with uh, Byron Graham, when we talked about Red Cloud, uh, just to catch you up, the actual history uh, mm-hmm. won out. I uh, just because mostly because I didn't make it wacky enough because I was afraid of doing so <laughs> uh, out of respect. Yeah. So respect for Byron or the story? <laughs> the story. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, Fuck Byron. That's fine. Yeah. By- <laughs> Byron himself would be the first to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He throws shade. It's fine. Yeah. He's still a comedy writer for Westward, right? <laughs> kind of. Okay, I'll edit that out then. <laughs> I yeah. didn't because I was afraid is the name of Brian's eventual autobiography. <laughs> and suicide note. <laughs> Again, published in the Westward, too. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly how that goes. I would think you would be too afraid to commit suicide, Brian. <laughs> well, yeah, Brian. Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said that like you were teaching uh-huh. me a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Were you too scared to kill yourself, Brian? <laughs> Coward. <laughs> oh, man. Too scared to have everyone like you and feel how bad feel bad for how they treated you. Oh god damn it! Don't do that, people. Yeah, <laughs> young kids, really? young impressionable kids. Talk to someone. Call Brian. His number is three zero three. I'm the wrong person. <laughs> no, that'll make you more depressed if you talk to Brian. Call a professional. <laughs> I just have this weird Eeyore voice I go into. Yeah. <laughs> Everything turns gray. Well, this episode, we are discussing in our series of famous revolutionaries and rebels who are not white men. As an antidote to the American Revolution, uh, we'll be talking about Queen Liliwakalani of Hawaii. Repronouncing it like that the entire time? <laughs> well, there's, there's many different ways to pronounce it. It's going to be really hard okay. to get it right all the time. Come I know yet. Brian rehearsed that in a mirror earlier today. Yeah, oh no, I was doing it a bunch. I've been yeah. doing it the last three days. That was too smooth to be off the cuff. Yeah. Just mumbling it under my breath while I'm doing other things. Yeah. That's been that's literally what I was doing when I was taking the trash out earlier. Well, this episode I'll be presenting the true story. Uh, Jacob, you'll be doing the alternate. Yeah. So, if everyone's ready, mm-hmm. I'll begin. Uh, Lily Wakalani was born in 1838 to a couple of high chiefs. Uh, and she was adopted out to childless family members, which a bunch of Hawaiian nobles did because they hated genealogists and wanted them to suffer, basically. Uh, and when she was born, she was given the name uh, Liliu, Loloku, Walania, and Kamakaeha. And when she was baptized, she was given the name Lydia, which is a uh, great Beetlejuice <laughs> character. We can all do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Later on, she changed her name uh, to Lily Wakalani. Uh, because it sounded more royal. And fun fact, it translates to something similar to the pain of the royals. Uh, oh, I know that far too well. I have a podcast about the royals. <laughs> On E, uh, check out season two? Three? Yeah. Three's coming up. Three. Stage of Fools. Up. Check it's it out. It's a show about Lord, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is I Lord wish. up to? I really wish. <laughs> what is she up to? I don't know. I don't... <laughs> we don't have to start at Lord. <laughs> Go down that I, don't know. I assume she just goes around adding e's to the ends of words that don't have e's on them. <laughs> yeah, e comma. So by this, by the time she is born, uh, two groups of whites had settled on Hawaii. Uh, one was missionaries from New England. Their their primary mission was to, like 
start schools and spread Christianity and all that. Teach the Hawaiians how to live the New Englanders' best lives, basically. Mm-hmm. And the other group was made up of merchants and sailors, and they both contributed to the destruction of Hawaiian culture. The missionaries by undermining the culture itself, and the merchants through privatizing land and introducing that whole concept. Also, the Hawaiian Islands were called the Sandwich Islands by white people. She married an American named John Owen Dominus. Unlike the Philippines, which were called the Gas Station Islands, and no one wanted to... Yeah. Well, said everyone wanted the Philippines at some point. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I was just making a joke. I didn't think about the historical context. You caught me, Brian. <laughs> Microwave burrito islands. <laughs> Somehow I ended up being the one... I didn't think of a situation. shitty island fast enough. <laughs> Australia, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But I guess people wanted that one, too. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Ellis Island. Madagascar. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ellis Island. <laughs> Ellis no, Island's people... kind of a shame. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad Three island. Mile Island. Technically, it's an island. Shutter Island, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's also about Lord. <laughs> the <laughs> Island by Michael Bay. Sense. It doesn't make sense. By Michael Bay. Directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> Wait, what? I want that. Oh, uh, God damn it. So, in 1874, her brother... Uh, Kalekawa was elected king. Among other things, in his reign, he reinstated the hula, which had been banned other under like the previous Christian monarchs. Like the his, hula hoop, like the hula, like the, the dance. dance. It's not the hoop, which is a children's toy. <laughs> I just watched Headsucker Proxy last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! You're just. I just pictured you sitting there burning to talk about your all your hot Headsucker jams that you got. <laughs> I mean, Paul Newman's really good in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) He's good in everything, though. (laughs) And when her brother died, the legislature named uh, Lily Wakalani Queen, which was sort of how it worked in Hawaii if there wasn't a named heir. She moved to eliminate what was called the Bayonet Constitution. Her new constitution would have, like, restored veto power to the monarchy and uh, extended voting rights to native Hawaiians. And the Americans were definitely not on board with that. Yeah. yeah. So the merchants... On the list of things Americans just don't give out, voting rights is right at the top. Also, land. Land. Mm -hmm. We definitely didn't give out land. You know what? Cut voting from it. Just rights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There we go. So the merchants, uh, they banded together to overthrow Liliwakalani, saying that because she rejected the old constitution, she couldn't be queen under it. So they said there was no one in charge. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Some of them also felt said they felt threatened by a female leader, which has no relevance to us today. No. No. Uh, Who thinks that? Not at all. <laughs> it's not the subtext to anything. No. Although I admire how apparently honest they were about... I feel threatened by a female leader. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's couched in much more difficult terms. Well, nowadays it is. To be, I feel like the thing they were more open about then was like the fact that they felt threatened. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being like just dicks. What was um, her stance on Hulu, though? Hula. On Hulu. Their Hulu? stance on Hulu? No, her Did you stance. say Hulu first? I said Hulu first. Hulu. What's her stance on Hulu with ads? Well, now that it's behind a paywall, she canceled it. So. <laughs> Good. That's, that was that's part fair. of the new constitution. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. New Hulu's bullshit. Yeah. yeah all, the, all the native Hawaiians had a communal Netflix password, I think, actually. Uh, yeah. Just a bunch of clicks and stuff. And of course, Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, one of them had HBO Go, and then you know everybody had that shit in a week. Mm, yeah. yeah. Watson caught up on the wire. (laughs) (laughs) So the white merchants formed what was called the Committee of Safety 
and they got a bunch of guns and took over some government buildings. And they said, you know, we're just out to protect the interests of white Americans. Again, no relevance to anything that's happening right now. And they wrote a letter to the American ambassador to, to Hawaii, and he had the Navy send over a ship full of Marines, uh, ostensibly to preserve neutrality and prevent violence. But all this really meant was that the Hawaiians couldn't fight back. Mm. So otherwise they would all be killed. So she was deposed and she released a statement where she was like, I temporarily surrender uh, to the superior military of the U.S. And I trust that the U.S. Congress will look at the case fairly and say that I have been wronged. That probably happened, right? Oh, that. (laughs) And just as a clarification, because I don't know. I don't know if you mentioned it up top. Approximately what year years did all this occur? So uh, this was the late 1870s, basically. Yeah, late 1870s uh, into the 1880s. Actually, surprisingly, going back, a Cleveland administration official released a report that actually did say, yeah, this was totally illegal and shouldn't have happened. Mm. But then Congress released another report that was like, nah, it's cool, (laughs) basically. (laughs) So July 4th. Grover Cleveland, underrated president. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Honestly, uh, hot take. Two non-consecutive <laughs> terms. Mm, yeah, girl, girl. Yeah, he uh, fought for like rights for people. He's pretty good. He's a break. real super Grover. The last thing he break, said yeah. before he died was, "I have always tried to do good," which is some that's, pretty badass last words, yeah, I think. Kind of yeah, sad. All right. It's kind of sad. I mean, it's like it sounds like he's begging not to die a little bit. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Or he's just reassuring God that he's always trying to do good. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it was a plea. So on July 4th, 1894, one of the lead conspirators among the merchants, a man, a man named uh, Sanford Dole, uh, whose family is the family that planted a bunch of pineapples in Hawaii and was responsible for those awful maraschino cherries and the fruit cocktails. Mm. Uh, and also the invasion of a, a whole foreign country. Uh, Sanford Dole... It is weird how often fruit companies invade and or disrupt the affairs of foreign nations. Which is weird because Americans haven't really shown much of a craving for fruit or vegetables. (laughs) I don't know. In generations. Fruit companies are fucking ruthless, though. American history has taught us. (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) Don't fuck with fruit companies, basically. Wait until we found out about fucking bananas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. There was an actual look of threat yeah, in your yeah. eyes. I feel scared. <laughs> yeah, it would... <laughs> Here's my Just pamphlet. Saying, uh-huh. I've run out of shit to say about Wendigos and Hudsucker Proxy. Just saying. Fruit companies are fucking America with, with, with Guatemala with learned how much America wanted bananas the hard way. That's all I'm saying. Just fucking us with bananas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like an actual thing that could happen. Yeah. Um, it's a good shape for it. So, <laughs> yep, it's phallic. That's that's the slogan for bananas. They don't have enough. Yep, it's phallic. <laughs> too soft. Too soft. I mean, when they're ripe, yeah. Yeah, so you're not making banana bread and going to fuck someone with those bananas. No, of course not. You make a nice banana bread for them. Yeah. And you, <laughs> and you use your dick-shaped pan to make that banana bread. <laughs> You can fuck someone with the bread. See, it's like a whole thing. Haven't you well, ever read a cookbook? <laughs> you don't watch Iron Chef? 
Well, this is largely what I imagine the movie Sausage Party is like. <laughs> That's fair. I, I also that. just pictured a scrambled version of Iron Chef that you discover <laughs> late at night, flipping through your UHF channels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Uh, so, Lily Wakalani uh, was imprisoned following a counter-revolution, where, well imprisoned, she worked on her music career and memoirs. She was like... The first published female Hawaiian author. And several of her supporters were sentenced to death. And so she made a deal that she would abdicate the throne and give up all claim uh, if they were spared and released. Uh, Because she is a much better person than anyone else in this story. She was made to sign a document under the name Liliwakalani Dominus. And later she said, I know there is no such person by that name. My name is Queen Liliwakalani. AF. It's like an Ocean's Eleven type thing at the end. Just be like, that wasn't my name or something like that. <laughs> and of course, the new Ocean's Eight or what the all female reboot of, <laughs> or not reboot, just sequel, I guess. Yeah. Of Ocean's Eleven is. Are they start? Are they just going back to eight? <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> be because Hollywood can't think of eleven women yeah. to cast in a movie. Yeah. I would say that women get two-thirds the number of bank robbers, but I did not come up with that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So after she's released from prison, she sued the U.S. government because she said the crown lands of Hawaii were her personal possession and they took them from her. Uh, And she lost, but respect. She also supported the rights of the Buddhist and Shinto religious minorities in Hawaii, which when the Christians came and converted all the rulers the buddhists and shinto were on the verge of being banned uh because the americans took over and banning religion is a thing then mm-hmm. after that and in her will she left all of her possessions to the uh queen Liliwakalani children's trust because again a better person than anyone else in the story and that is a very fragmented telling of the life of someone I like, I knew a little bit about, but researching her reminded me how much I really, really admired her. So she's worth reading about on your own time. Sure. Um, but we have to get to the alternate history. So Jacob, whenever you're ready. Uh, yeah. First of all, I don't know what this is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, what am I doing here? And I'm glad that she's uh, the nicest person because I wrote her completely opposite of that. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. As long as she's not baking people's dicks into what muffins? What were we talking about? No banana bread. Banana bread. Okay. Banana bread, which is not so a great choice. <laughs> so long ago, it seems like structurally that's not a great choice. <laughs> no, I think. It, I mean, the bread's probably too soft. It's a quick bread. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, you have to really overcook it. Maybe like a nice marble rye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that, or a good gelatin mix. <laughs> <laughs> okay (laughs) i'm gonna go with lilio kiani i'm just gonna go with that lilio kalani lilio kalani is that cool with everyone we'll we'll call sure we're two white men we'll We'll get a clean take of you saying it at the end and then just edit it over every Uh, other time there was we're recording this a little later than typically so there will be minimal editing lilio kalani (laughs) yeah a different voice yeah Okay, cool. So this is a story I wrote about this. So uh, Before Queen Victoria, Queen Elizabeth, and even before Queen Beyonce. Wait, before Queen Elizabeth? Yeah. I don't know. A timeline. Wait, which Queen Elizabeth are we talking? Negative three. (laughs) (laughs) 
oh, Queen Elizabeth Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Queen Elizabeth Prime. It yeah, says, uh, Queen Elizabeth Earth 626. <laughs> this is like the Prometheus of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a prequel, and, and Michael Fassbender is there for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, he's the best character. <laughs> oh, my God. How great would it be if royal like monarchs names counted down instead of counting up <laughs> and everyone was just waiting to see what happened uh-huh. it was like yeah queen elizabeth zero and it's like oh she's the last one she better make it count <laughs> no more done. elizabeths are cut off no not like queen lizzie's <laughs> okay queen Lilo kalani whatever uh so she ruled at a time uh, without Twitter or Huffington Post articles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finding an accurate retelling of the story was quite difficult. Oh, of course. You know, um, really hard. Uh, but not a real challenge for the scholarly genius like I am. Uh, right. I just graduated from University of Colorado Boulder, so. Mazel tov. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to mazel tov. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as history books have said, uh, Queen Lilo Kilani. Uh, ruled Hawaii in the early 1800s, uh, but not like tourist Hawaii, you know, like she ruled over that one part of Hawaii that your weird uncle tells you to avoid uh, when you tell him you're going on vacation, like real sketch area of Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> Basically everything outside oh, yeah. the hotel. Basically, yeah. The sketch island. Everybody mm-hmm. knows it. The sketch islands. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's half drawn. It's Maui, great. Kauai, and then of course the sketch island. There's an Albertsons, a Kmart, yeah. you know, sketch islands. Yeah, those are it. Um, but the location of Hawaii is important because uh, <laughs> Queen Lilo Kilani uh, got away with... That's how she got away with a lot of her controversial ceremonies. Um, mm. She had controversial ceremonies. Uh, for example, uh, one religious ceremony, the queen forced her little Hawaiians <laughs> to compete in a mandatory game of limbo, uh, <laughs> which was how the Hawaiians decided foreign policy and still Wait, to this day. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Is it first okay, of all? Is it yeah, mandatory? Is, is it still a game if it's mandatory? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, gosh. it's a game. Secondly, how? I mean, how did they dis- I mean, Hunger Games is technically still a game. The Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's still a game. Okay, I guess that's true. <laughs> Those are games. All in the game. We were talking about the wire earlier. Uh-huh. Life. The game of life is mandatory. <laughs> I mean that is an actual game. It's not. It's not mandatory. I mean, uh, I guess we're all born to play because it. it's boring. Your ass parents fuck. didn't make you play live. <laughs> Actually, like once, yeah, that did happen. So I have some questions. Okay, good. We're not even getting into the meat of it. <laughs> so if they decided foreign policy via limbo, did like they have on each position on like the lowering limbo stick like a different foreign policy that was connected to that position, and the lowest mm-hmm. one you could clear. Yeah, you was are, the foreign policy that went forward? Yeah, like this, it, you, the person who was most concerned would have okay. to go limbo it out. So it'd be like yeah, neoconservatism, top one, and then isolationism, <laughs> yeah. you were one bar lower, et cetera, uh, and just so forth. Abort, abort on the bottom. <laughs> just like that's 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 really great. <laughs> just, yeah, it, people, people betting on the over under too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. That's a limbo. That's drug. a limbo. Yep, got it. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, another ceremony. Uh, the queen would force all the newborn children uh, to walk on coals uh, to make sure their lives were hashtag blessed. That's got to be tough because generally newborn children cannot walk. <laughs> That's mean, the hardest part. <laughs> also the coals. 
no. And also, like, it's weird that all of these things are happening in the non-touristy part of Hawaii. Yeah. It seems... <laughs> these are attractions. Anyway, so sorry. Why, why, for what purpose they walk on these coals? Uh, so they can be hashtag blessed for the rest of their life. Of course. And woke AF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, live their best lives. I do like the idea of newborns not walking and their parents having to hold their, their kid over coals <laughs> with hands and stuff just walking through um okay geez uh like an umbilical cord that's roasting off uh okay but the main ceremony or tradition that was controversial uh for the queen was her annual uh basic bitches brew fest Mm. which obviously had a different use of the term back then right um okay but with a title like the bitches basic bitches brew fest uh it was actually surprisingly tame uh actually so that's nice uh (laughs) the event was a mandatory another mandatory island-wide ball uh in which the men and teenagers of the community would go out and find white women and ask them to the ball for dates yeah uh so the men would go out and find these these white women any way possible you know like tourism immigration or even the occasional skype in uh but uh so when the men find these dates, they bring them to the ball, and the ball is basically like a 17th century version of My Sweet 16 uh, on MTV fame, if mm-hmm. you guys um, sure. watch that. Uh, like the most expensive party, you know what I mean? Like chandeliers are hanging, uh, champagne is flowing, but it's like pumpkin spice flavored. Or if, uh, if any of our listeners have seen the Bratz movie, uh, like the giant birthday party featured in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm guessing maybe. about... 65 percent is on the brass movie solid brass movie <laughs> like the it's on netflix now go check it out it is on netflix oh god <laughs> just a quick point are you, are plug. you making are you making it on netflix yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay they're just making plugs you can't keep it's <laughs> uh, a good idea of... for a follow-up podcast plugs you can't keep people just plugging shit that they aren't doing <laughs> things they're not sure about that's right <laughs> Uh, I'm plugging being at my son's 10th birthday. Mm. Um, we'll see if it works out. <laughs> Might have to drive Uber that time. <laughs> I'm plugging. Sorry, son, I have to go to work. Don't you set your own hours? Gotta go. Yeah. I'm going to plug being a supportive husband. Gotta put lacrosse on this table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's putting that wheat bread on the table? <laughs> Um, and, uh, and for some reason, Nicki Minaj is there all the time. So mm. that's the ball. Uh, and for some reason, because she's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. The nicest person in the story. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that is. Um, at the end of the night, the queen would kidnap, uh, her favorite three basic bitches and she would, uh, dangle them from three sh- separate chandeliers, mm. um, upside down. And then she, so the queen went up to the first blonde girl hanging and whispered to her, uh, do you want to fall? And the first girl said, no, oh, queen. Yeah, this sounds like a riddle. And then <laughs> it turns into a fairy tale type shit. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay, go on. Yeah. Go on. So I'm the, invested. So after the first girl said, no, queen, uh, the queen dropped her onto the catering table uh, that was previously occupied by Chick-fil-A catering. <laughs> and uh, so then Queen Lilo, uh, she went up to the second blonde girl hanging upside down and whispered, do you want to fall? And the second girl cried out, no, please, I don't want. And the queen dropped her. Uh, finally, the queen reached the third girl uh, hanging upside down and asked her the same thing. Do you want to fall? Sounds like a joke my dad would tell. And the, gr- the third girl, keeping cool under pressure, looked the queen in- into her good eye 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't mention she had a glass eye because it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't really important up to this part. It's Chekhov's glass eye. <laughs> and the, girls, uh, the third girl simply says, uh, Yas, queen. Of course. And the queen spares sure. her. And that's how we get the phrase, Yas, queen. I'm increasingly thinking you were looking up like trending tags on Twitter. I think you're just refreshing your Twitter feed. <laughs> this is how I talk, actually. It's very So, yeah, ironically, uh, the Queen's reign would quickly fall, much like the drunk girls that are unforgiving chandeliers. Uh, And the Queen uh, eventually hit rock bottom, uh, which is also ironic because the Queen's most important contribution to society is being a descendant of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, Contribution? So, sorry about that, you guys. Uh, I have to end every one of my stories with a pun and a Dwayne the Rock Johnson reference. Okay. (laughs) Your contract. Yeah. That you've signed with yourself on a Chick-fil-A napkin. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, no problem. I don't know no. what it was. <laughs> well, that like, was... Somehow you have to judge. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'm at a crossroads between choosing a fairly uplifting story of a genuinely good person attempting to do genuinely good things. <laughs> Often uh, at the cost of her own benefit and self-interest with great selflessness. Or (laughs) someone who had weird, like, parties that I guess you would imagine if you had taken some acid and then created all of, like, the pop culture sayings of the past two or three years. If you just wrote, if you read the headlines from a BuzzFeed <laughs> list. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. yeah, Queen's very important to our culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like. Do it. She's a nice person. I feel like I want to live in a world where there was a nice person who tried to do nice things for people. I feel like that is the world I want to shape around me. Yeah. So Be the change. Based exclusively on that, I think I'm going to go with the actual this time. Yeah. Although this did remind me a little bit of Ben Bryant's alternate oh, yeah. history of Marquis de Lafayette. Which was also very nuts. Yeah, good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I felt like I was up against like the pursuit of happiness or something. <laughs> like, yeah. The, yeah. Like, basically, it's like Will I don't Smith know. crying as a homeless person. Like if I were super high, I would have chosen yours. <laughs> that's good. That's that's my audience anyway. That's my niche. <laughs> Uh, Jacob, thank you. Also, thank you for filling in on short notice. Yeah, no also, problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, listeners, before we go, uh, coming up October 3rd at Syntax, uh, we are hosting the Night of a Thousand Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jacob, your show, Ice Cream Social, yes. is one of the guests there. Yep. Uh, it's going to be an awesome show. Uh, it's free, so you have no reason not to come down. It's going right. to be amazing. Empty Girlfriend's going to be there, Whiskey and Cigarettes. Broadcast geeks, yeah. uh, it'll be friggin' amazing. Unless you've been shot, don't don't come if you've been. Go to the hospital. Yeah. If you if you want to be selfish, yes, go to the hospital. But this means a lot to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess it is pretty important. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. Teddy Roosevelt did a whole speech after he was shot. You can yeah, exactly. You can make it through four podcasts. <laughs> yeah, ours is three hours though. So. Five and an MC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But listeners, you can find more information about that on our Facebook page uh, or on our website, revisionistpodcast.com. And while you are using your computer thing, if you would be so kind to review this podcast on iTunes, sorry, I am holding back a burp, uh, and I don't really want to edit so much, so I don't want to burp into the microphone. Before we go, Jacob, like I said, you co-host Ice Cream Social. Yes. And do you want to tell listeners about New Money? Um, yeah, no, of course. Uh, New Money is a showcase that I um, run up in Boulder, Colorado, so if mm. any Boulder listeners. Land of Lincoln. Um, yeah, so it's a monthly showcase, uh, second Wednesday is every month, which happened to be last night, so... Uh, so next uh, next one is September 13th, I think. Is that the second Wednesday? That's not right this is, that, that was is two, two days, days ago. ago. That is so... Yeah, that, yeah, that's not even that Wednesday either. <laughs> it's October 12th. October okay. 12th. October 12th, yes. Uh, and where is that in Boulder? Uh, license number one. It's at a bar underneath the Boulderado Hotel, formerly the Catacombs. So, oh. Uh, I didn't I, know they renamed the Catacombs. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's just totally different. Did they change it so it's not terrifying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a cool... Hey, that was my favorite bar in college. Mm-hmm. Yep, my boss, my old boss used to work there, and he would tell stories about getting stabbed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's a I like different. They have like a ski ball machine now. So. <laughs> no one can get stabbed. <laughs> no, of course, uh-huh. it's a place of peace. I've only seen people make out on that ski ball machine. So that's that's the <laughs> not even play ski ball. You haven't seen that hardest violence you get. Somehow they got tickets. <laughs> uh, as for me, uh, I'll be at the sushi show at Sushi High in the Highlands of Denver, Colorado, uh, September 29th. So come check that show out. It's going to be really good. Uh, But I think that will do it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you to everyone who continues to subscribe. uh, Because we also, last I checked, uh, just topped 2,000 subscribers. Almost what year it is. (laughs) Is that the goal? Is that the goal? (laughs) I mean, it's not like every year since the beginning of time. but I know how years work. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I was, I was just talking about my dream board. Sorry, you guys are gonna go over three thousand after you drop this one. I don't know if you guys know how much of a draw I am. <laughs> Did he mention new faces or? That? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the bitter memories of new faces. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. But listeners, thank you for everyone, and come check out the show October third. We'll have one more episode out between now and then, but it'll be coming out the first. So this is the most time you have to plan ahead. So for everyone here at The Originist, I'm Brian That's Flynn. That's true of every second of your life. Hey. Yeah. Do the not most throw time away you your have shot. to plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Zach Powers. <laughs> Just going to continue with the outro, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I'm Jago. <laughs> you, didn't even, you didn't even say your own name right. No. I'm Jago. Penance yeah. for all those weird pronunciations <laughs> in his alternate history. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you threw you throw an exclamation point in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's just the fucking quotes of that guy shrugging in the middle of my <laughs> name. Just like, Jago. What is? Well, Brian, it's not over until you say it. <laughs> yep. My stupid... My stupid outro that I said a couple times when I couldn't think of anything that made sense. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs>